Hey, Six Ad Film Club. Welcome to another episode of Six Ad Film Club, your favorite 90s and 2000s film and pop culture podcast. I'm the S, Shannon, a writer and artist living in Houston, Texas. I'm the A, Anna Laurie, an actress living in Los Angeles, California. And I'm the D, Dominique, a DJ and model living in Houston, Texas. And we are joined with some very special guests. Do you want to introduce our guest, Annie? Yes, today we have with us the hosts of the Rom Complex, Shelby and Samantha. Introduce yourselves, ladies. Yay. Welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm Shelby. I'm another ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a writer and comedian and podcaster living in LA. And I'm the third S of the of the <laughs> of the day. Um, I'm Sam. I'm also an actress and podcaster living in Los Angeles, California. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys yeah, for coming. Yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Of course, of course. How are y'all doing today? Good. I Good. was I was mentioning <laughs> earlier I just ate a spicy burrito and now my nose is running a little bit. So oh, I <laughs> love it. I've got my tissues. I know how to mute so I can blow my nose off my <laughs> well, we're all humans here, so it's okay if you, if yeah. you have to sniffle. I'm I'm great. I just woke up from a nap. I'm ready to go. Nice. Uh, you know, you, everyone needs if you okay, I stopped, I stopped napping nap. after college, I think, when I was like an adult and I have recently picked it back up on the weekends and it's my new favorite activity. So, I love that for you. It's also yeah. one of my favorite activities. Um, love it. Must admit. Um, but yes, yes, I okay, you guys, I'm <laughs> exploding with excitement. I did not sleep at all last night because of how excited I am. Uh, we have another very, very special guest uh, joining us later for Dion Davin's report. Um, we have the costume designer of Freaky Friday, you guys. We are going to be joined by Guinevere Terrell, and I'm, I'm just so excited. I have so many questions for her, um, and yeah, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited, you guys. Um, but yeah, that's that's my my big announcement. So cool. Also, that's the we didn't even say that's the movie for this week. Oh, <laughs> I'm just so all over the place right now. I just, like, <laughs> yes, we're doing we're doing Freaky Friday, you guys. Yeah. Yay! Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Friday. Um, Friday. All right. Uh, so should we jump right into some stats, you guys? Stats. So. Yeah. Yeah. Stats. 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 Okay. Stats. stats. <laughs> so the tagline for this movie is an overworked mother and her daughter do not get along. When they switch bodies, each is forced to adapt, adapt to the other's life for one freaky Friday. That's, yeah, that's not a bad tagline. Not as bad as some of them. Um, uh, 2003 was when this came out. It was directed by Mark Waters, based on the 1976 novel by Mary Rogers. And the screenplay was written by Mary Rogers. I'm guessing she, like, you know, came and helped out. Um, uh, Heather Hatch, I hope I'm saying that right, and Leslie Dixon. It was produced by Andrew Gunn, composer Rolf Kent, you're a genius, sir. I love the music in this movie. Um, the production company is Casual Friday Productions. 
Um, <laughs> thank you, Sam. <laughs> That's great. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, or is distributed by Buena Vista Pictures, which is like IE Disney. Uh, this is starring, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis as Tess, Lindsay Lohan as Anna, uh, Mark Harmon as Ryan, um, you know, the dude. Um, <laughs> Harold Gould, excuse me, is Grandpa. Mike, Chad Michael Murray as Jake. Ryan Malagrini <laughs> as Harry, the little brother who is like peak comedy, like genius. My child is so funny. Um, Christina Vidal, who's Maddie, or also Taina. Mm -hmm. um, yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Haley Hudson that. as Peg. Uh, the budget was 20 mil, which is like, wow. Um, opening weekend, it just broke that, and then it grossed 160 million uh, worldwide. Good for them. Right? Yeah. Congrats, guys. You did <laughs> it. They almost like broke even <laughs> that opening weekend. And then, yeah, they did a good job. Um, movies that were out in the theaters in 2003 were Finding Nemo, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Bruce Almighty, Elf, and Cheaper by the Dozen. So it was a big year for Disney. Aren't those like most of those Disney? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I kissed a boy to one of those for the first time. <laughs> oh, I one. It was More Bruce details. Almighty. What movie? Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I made out with someone was in a theater while Bruce Almighty was playing. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I didn't know about you, but I'm so glad that I know it now. Welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> you felt the power <laughs> or something. <laughs> um also just like throwback and i'm sure don will touch on this like tattooed choker necklaces were big studded belts trucker hats newbie and to entered our vocabulary um <laughs> you know our teenage vernacular back then um b2k was still a thing i know it's still a thing but like b2k um bump 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 came out <laughs> lol jelly bracelets jelly bracelets were all the rave Jelly, yeah, uh, and Shake Your Tail Feather by Nelly and P. Diddy. And <laughs> I thought that was important. <laughs> Why did well, I think yeah. you were talking about the Cheetah Girls song at first? <laughs> 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 the one they did for uh, Chicken Little, I think it was. Yes, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That was, a, I was like, wait, that came out in 2003? No, no, that had to have been later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have strong memories of Chicken Little. Me too. Me um, too. I'm dying to know where all of you were when you first saw this movie. I... Well, Shelby was making out with a boy in the back of the no! movie theater. Okay. Um, okay. So That's did awkward. she even watch the film is my question. I also <laughs> saw this movie in theaters with my mom <laughs> we went on a little mother-daughter date uh which was fun because i at 13 which is how old i was in 2003 uh was really into like hot topic style i was wearing like studded belts and you know band t-shirts and like studded bracelets all the way up my arms and stuff so i was like oh lindsay lohan is like me uh, <laughs> i could not play an instrument except saxophone in band and my mom was nothing like jamie lee curtis so i think we just saw the movie and was like that was nice and went about our day. that was nice yeah i honestly don't remember actually seeing this film in theaters but i do 
remember my motivation for going was not in fact Lindsay Lohan um it was a hundred and ten percent Chad Michael Murray um <laughs> love of my life the first to all the first boys I've loved before whatever that movie's called it's it was him <laughs> it was Chad CMM as he was known in my household um he was so cute with his hair and I was like okay I want to see this like little little motorcycle riding boy <laughs> do the things and then like you know i guess lindsay lohan and jamie lee curtis were interesting <laughs> sham what about you uh, i was in middle school I, I i also went to go see it with my mom like shelby uh and she was a lot like my mom, I think, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. But um, I, I was a big fan of Lindsay Lohan since Parent Trap, so I had to see this. Uh, I really think Jamie Lee Curtis steals the show, though. I think she was really, her as a teen was like the, the highlight of the movie, <laughs> her performance. And what I about agree. you, um, I don't remember if I saw this in theaters or not. Um, I do remember very vividly, though, loving Pink Slip. Uh, and wishing they were a real band. Uh, yes. <laughs> me and one of my like old neighbors uh, from my childhood home, uh, <laughs> we actually recorded a music video in my backyard to, um, <laughs> to the song uh, they do at the end. And uh, it's, it's very embarrassing, but I just remember that that soundtrack had, had a hold on me because of Pink Slip. I thought they were so cool. Um, and I also was going through um, sort of a hot topic kind of phase. Um, not a phase. As, yeah, not a phase, obviously. Uh, it wasn't as heavy. It wasn't as heavy, though, because my parents were like, that's satanic. So we're not going into hot topic. We're not doing that. Um, we can take you to Abercrombie Kids. But um, yeah, I just remember being so inspired by Pink Slip and how cool they were and just wanting to be a fucking rock star. Yes. Yeah. I also saw it with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> this was the mom and daughter movie. I mean, I guess, yeah, like who else would you see it with? So, yeah, Six Sad Film Club. We want to know where you were when you first saw this movie. Were, were, were you with your mom? <laughs> were you passing notes in seventh grade like I was? Mm -hmm. Or were you making music videos in your backyard with your neighbor? Speaking of which, if you can find that footage, I think we all deserve it. I think we all deserve to see that. You know, I went through this, like when I got to high school, I deleted all the pictures from yeah. middle school Ugh. and like elementary school. Anything that was not flattering of myself or anything that I found embarrassing was deleted off the family computer. And I think that was one of the things. So yeah. um, unfortunately, the video does not exist anymore, but um it was during fall and there was a lot of leaves so i will say that <laughs> if that gives you kind of visuals kind of windy outside there was a lot of leaves um we were wearing dark clothes again my parents were not really with the hot topic shit so i had to go as edgy as i as i could with what i had in my closet um but yeah to give you a little bit of a visual <laughs> <laughs> Drop us a line at sixsadfilmclub at gmail.com, at sixsadfilmclub on Instagram and Twitter, and tell us all the crazy things that you were doing when Freaky Friday dropped. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll be back with the movie recap and Dom's fashion segment. All 
All right, so let's get into this recap. So we start off and they're kind of setting up the scene uh, for this mother-daughter uh, feud that they just have their personalities just do not click. Um, the mom is super straight-laced. You know, she is a therapist. She's planning this wedding. And Anna just wants to like make music with her friends and like hit on Chad Michael Murray. Like that's all she really wants to do. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love the morning montage. I love that every day they have to like drag her out of bed. Like she has to hold on to these poles. Um, but yeah, so that's, they go through their morning, uh, their morning routine. The mom has like eight phones. The little brother is, he is like the pinnacle of annoying little brothers. I think like the little brother from legal, from, um, Lizzie McGuire, like had him beat, but this little brother is also like the movie version of Matt from Lizzie McGuire. For sure. Oh, 100%. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I almost thought they were the same actor, actually, if I'm being honest. I was like, is that not the same? Oh, no, it's not him. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all annoying little brothers in the 2000s had like a look. Like we all had like spiky <laughs> hair and like the, those big shirts, those big like button up shirts and like yeah. cargo shorts. That's so like they had a look. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So we drop Anna off at school. Um, the mom is like trying to connect to her, but it's very like shallow. You know, um, she's not she's not noticing that this girl, there's a girl that's mean to her that like was a childhood friend, but now she's mean. Um, she, she doesn't notice when the little brother is like being mean to Anna. Uh, and then we, we you know we're introduced to Anna. Anna's cool, but she definitely um, gets a lot of teen like mortification, like she kind of embodies that. Um, she sees someone who's wearing the same shirt as her, so she has to like turn hers inside out, um, which I'm so excited to hear you talk with uh, the stylist about it and like <laughs> whose idea was that. Me too, me too. I'm gonna ask her all about that outfit, all about it. Yeah. Iconic. All her friends are really cool. I love the one who looks like a, a European like, Librarian, um, the one with the super <laughs> straight hair, um, and she's yeah, wearing creepers. She's so cute. She's so cute. I was like, that's so cool. I didn't even like realize this the first time I watched it that she was wearing creepers. Like, I still wear these shoes in 2021. This is badass. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we meet Chad Michael Murray? Which he works there, so he's not a student. Right. Yeah, you know, I didn't catch that the first time around, and then this time I was like, wait, work. This is inappropriate. Yeah. Do we ever know? Do we find out what he does at the school, or do we just know he works there? I guess he's like a handyman, or wait, okay, like a janitor. <laughs> yeah, like a I sexy janitor. I thought he went to school there no. and he, like worked there as like a you know some kids had like a a work um, study a work yeah um, like a, a period where they'd help out in the office or something i feel like i've seen that in movies before <laughs> you know kind of like a volunteer kind of thing are you saying he wasn't even in high school i don't think i don't, he, I don't he think he went to class no class yeah yeah um and we know he has that second job at the coffee shop after school mm -hmm. uh, do, you, yeah. do you think he did that so it's less or i mean that's still really uncomfortable but like oh Oh, you're right about him hitting on the mom. Jamie, yeah, they probably yeah. did put yeah. him in between. I still hate that though. <laughs> right, because America okay, yeah, has a succession with like. That's definitely why they did that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, he looks like 1920, maybe. Right. Totally. Right. Totally. Yeah. He's got a little a beard, right? A little soul patch, I think. 
Yeah. Um, that okay. was him in his long hair phase too, which yeah. I don't I don't approve of, but it's fine. He eventually. It's fine. I mean, do you guys do you guys think it's weird? Like, do you think that sixteen to eighteen or sixteen to nineteen age ratio is like weird? Do you think that's like odd or do you think that's still like an appropriate like uh, oh you're right. She's like fifteen, right? Yeah, she's fifteen. She's not even a senior. No. Uh, yeah, no, that is weird. Cause 16, you can't even drive. Like, what are you talking about together? Yeah. You can't even do the same things. I feel like it's not weird for the younger person, but it's definitely yeah. weird for the older person. Like, yeah. I've got questions for you. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Where are people your age? Where are your friends? Why are you? Yeah. Why have we never seen you with literally any other person? <laughs> I also think it's different though when you're in the same environment. So like she would be what, a sophomore? Like a sophomore with a senior in high school who are both doing high school things, that doesn't read as weird to me. But if he, like you said, works at the school, it's unclear whether or not he actually is a student. That's when I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. Almost like the creepy older dude who's trolling for girls like at the high school that he works at. It's right, especially when he get doc, especially when we get like the approval from Dr. Coleman later on in the film. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, mom approves. I guess it's not weird if it's not weird for them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mom approved. Right. <laughs> not <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so back at her school, she, uh, there's a teacher who's like picking on her. He's giving her an F on her papers. Um, and she, she says something smart and ends up in detention with like this cool clipboard necklace. I've always liked that. Um, she's like, she goes to detention so often that she like knows the, the guy, the uh, teacher. Um, let's see. And Jim, she gets another, she like, uh, what happens in gym? I think the the girl that's mean is like hitting her with the volleyball. With the volleyball, yeah. And yeah, the one time that she hits her back, <laughs> she, she gets, gets to teach it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys have like childhood frenemies like that? Who like y'all were friends when you were kids, and your parents just never let that go, and always thought that you would remain friends. Oh my god, yeah. so many. <laughs> yeah, oh. they still ask about them. They're like, "Where is so and so?" No, I don't think my parents have ever cared that much. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely had friends that we we grew apart and it was strange and there's no way when you're a kid you don't know how to deal with something where it's like you're not, it's not necessarily bad we grew apart but it feels bad because you're not close anymore so you just assume oh I guess we have to be mean yeah. to each other yeah <laughs> it's developmental yeah right. yeah my me and like my first like childhood best friend we don't even like we just stopped talking like we would go to school together and we just would act like we didn't even know who each other were and we used to like literally lived across the street from each other and like would walk into each other's houses like it was nothing like it was it was the weirdest thing to be like to know this person so well and then they become a stranger yeah it's odd <laughs> i had i had like a friend from elementary school that I was like really close with and we didn't go to middle school together. So we kind of drifted apart. But then I had another like middle school best friend who we were really close. And then by the time high school rolled around, my elementary school friend and my middle school friend, were, we were all going to the same high school and they became best friends. And I was like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I can curse on here, but like, I, yes, you I can got curse. so, okay, thank God. So I was like, what is good? Like, and I was friend, like my freshman year of high school, I was friends with like the popular kids, but I was just kind of on the outskirts of it. I was, ne I never felt like I was a part of that group at all. And I just remember one day in my freshman year being like, I don't like we were standing in the hallway where like all the cool kids hung out before our first period. And I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just kind of left and found different friends. And um, yeah, I just, again, it wasn't like we were bullying each other after that. We just like weren't friends. So bye. <laughs> now you're just somebody that I'm using. <laughs> I messed that up. But you got it. No, it we knew. Good. We knew what it was. It was perfect. <laughs> so she meets Jake outside of detention. He picks up her guitar pick, uh, and they start talking about what guitar she has, and that leads to like her talking about her band. Um, he offers her a ride on her motorcycle, but uh, that annoying teacher comes back and interrupts her, so she does not get to ride off with him. Um, and when she gets home, her little brother is playing drums on her guitar and she puts underwear over his head. <laughs> um, and then she goes and they have like band practice in a really cool garage. Uh, um, and the mom gets home and she has to like cut the little brother out of the underwear. Uh, and she cuts off the electricity during Lindsay's guitar solo, like right in the middle. Um, Rude. I know. I and I it's like did they even get to do one song? Was she late? Were they gonna was Lindsay late? Like was she late coming home or were they supposed to like practice more songs? I, I guess it's just for the movie, but um <laughs> they I really got to practice. Yeah, yeah, they played like half a song. <laughs> they played half a song. I think it's movie magic, but but it's also <laughs> upsetting that like they're really good. And her mom won't give them more time. Like foster that talent. Like they're really good. They're not. It's not just noise. <laughs> it actually is yeah. good music. Um, That's like actually an opinion I had while watching this film for the first time in a really long time. It was just no offense, Jamie Lee Curtis, but you're a bad mom. Like she's a bad mom in this movie. It. Like these we were are all three, thinking it. We were three all women in music. Three women in music. You need to like foster that. Like, but she just never listens to Anna. Immediately tells her that she's lying all the time. And I'm like, and you're gaslighting her. Yeah, I was like, people pay you to like talk about their problems, and you can't even listen to your own daughter. I just yeah. Yeah. no, no, can't do it. It's like therapists make the worst parents. And in in movies, I don't know if we're in real life, but definitely in movies, they make the worst parents. They do not. They are Shannon's not listening. coming for you, therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you know, luckily it does come like full circle at the end. You know, we yeah, do get, yeah. like, but it, it, but it took we, so much. It took, yeah, no, it does. And you know, in <laughs> real life, and I feel like in real life, it, it takes a lot <laughs> too. Yeah. You know, we're not switching bodies with our parents, uh, most of us, but um, <laughs> you know, not yet, not yet but. Um, yeah, no, it takes a lot of work. I mean, I mean, relationships in general are just like a lot of work, you know, any kind of relationship, um, especially with people who are so different from each other. Um, and her and her mom are like polar opposites. So it's hard. It's hard to be close uh, with people who you don't really have anything in common with. Mm -hmm. 
It sucks to not have anything in common with something that you gave birth to. It's like, what right? happened? Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder where the disconnect came from, though, because, like, obviously, I know in my own personal relationships, because me and my therapist have talked about it extensively. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I always wonder in these movies, like, because we're only, we're basically dropped into a moment in time uh, for these characters. So I always am curious to be like, well, when did that communication start breaking down? When did she start like not listening to her own daughter and not believing yeah. in her dreams? So I'm like, that's so sad. Well, they said her, her their dad passed away two years ago. Oh, true. Yeah, so that probably added to it. I think it's also the weight of being the only alt person in your family and having to, <laughs> like no one taught her to be cool. She had to teach herself how to be cool. <laughs> like true. then she just has like this, disconnect with her mom. Her mom wants her to be friends with Stacy. Like she's not getting it. She's not saying that yeah. they don't have anything in common. Um the mom And at 16, it's really it's really hard to be misunderstood, especially by your parents. Um like those are the those are the people that you expect to like really get you and understand you and to like, you know, encourage you to be yourself and to, you know, explore different sides of yourself and stuff like that. And, you know, Anna doesn't get that from her from her mom, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So we. Oh, this. I mean, this is awful. She picks off her door. She picks off her door. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Yeah. That's privacy awful. is a privilege. Fuck that. No. No. It's a necessity for a teenage girl. It's a necessity. Yeah. Um. Okay. I skipped a little bit here. Let's see. So yes. Uh. She cut off the electricity of the garage, and while they're still in there, the band is talking about how there's this very crucial audition tomorrow um, that happens to be at the same time as the mom's wedding rehearsal. So, you know, there's the conflict there. Um, the grandpa comes in and hugs the cool European looking girl thinking that it's Anna, but it's not her. Um, the, she goes back to her room and she sees that her brother and his friends are the worst thing you could possibly imagine. They're on her bed, in her bras, reading her diary oh, and laughing God. at her life. <laughs> Um, and that's when she, you know, screams to get them out of there. And then she realizes there's no door. Um, and now we get the conflict between them. The mom is like poised and ready for it. The music is really funny. Um, <laughs> cause it makes her seem like a, an ogre or a giant or something coming yeah. in there. You know, like, to, Shrek, if you yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Anna's rightfully pissed. Where's my door? Uh, and the mom is is you know just said that the, the principal called and she had detention twice today and that's what she lost her door for i'm guessing um which does not that does not equal that to me but uh, also did y'all uh, sorry i have to ask did y'all go to schools where you could get detention during no. the day no okay no. yeah that yeah. was always like an after school thing for me yes yes i was looking at set the the clipboards had numbers on them so i thought maybe they were periods like for yeah. which period yeah. she was serving. That's what I was assuming. It's just yeah. like a turning class detention. Yeah. yeah. We never had that. We had what what was called ISS, which yeah. was in school mm -hmm. suspension, but that was not what detention was. Yeah. Damn. We did have during class detention in like elementary school where they just sent you out of, out of the class for a little bit. 
<laughs> they were detaining I'm little sorry. children. Look, I, I cut a, I a yeah. knife on a piece of cardboard and cut it out and pretended to stab my friend. And I had to go to oh. in school in, during class detention in elementary school. Dark, Selby. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was fun, but the teacher had it I mean, out. I would think it's fun, <laughs> but it's also kind of dark. They shouldn't have sent you to in school detention. They should have sent you to like the school psychologist just to make sure. You weren't a danger to anybody. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Loves it. So now we're at this dinner scene. Um, and this is a beautiful Chinese restaurant. It's like very fancy. And the wait the waitress's uniforms are really ornate. Yeah, uh, they they look so good. Um uh Anna tells her mom about the audition. The mom is of course upset because it seems like Anna doesn't care about her wedding, um, uh, which leads to them leaving the table and starting like a fight. You know, she's like, your life is perfect. You don't understand what it's like to be me. You wouldn't last a day in my life, you know. Um, and mid fight, uh, the hostess's mother, or maybe she owns the restaurant, I'm not sure, but uh, her mother comes up to her and uh, intervenes by giving them these mystical fortune cookies. Um, Anna locks herself in a room. They both read the fortunes at the same time for some reason. And uh, <laughs> the the ending of the, the tag is basically when you, when what you see is what you lack, then selfless love will bring you back. So that's what they'll have to do. Um, now there's this earthquake that only they can feel. Uh, and they go back to the table totally normal. Um, I saw a few um, letterbox reviews talking about like or questioning whether or not this part of the film was racist yes i would like to hear yes. thoughts. Yeah. yeah you know because it's is. like it wasn't written by an asian person this film was it mm-hmm. no. no no didn't think so um yeah i it's so weird when we get these like these these like situations in movies where like people are at a restaurant like a chinese restaurant and it's you know, we're just playing into all the tropes and the stereotypes. Um, I mean, like, I understand that that's a very pivotal point in the movie and that really drives the plot. Um, but like, could we just have had Asian people working at a restaurant uh, without all the like, you know? Yeah, well, cause what they're, they're trying to like hint at Chinese magic. Is that the thing? I yeah. think so. I think so. Kind of how Which they did like- they still could have done though without naming one of the characters Pepe and making it like a heavy accented um, Asian character. You know what I mean? Like they're in Los Angeles. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we we always get movies and shows where like minorities are these like mythical people Mm -hmm. who can like, you know, summon magic for the purpose of like benefiting like Non, white yeah, <laughs> yeah, white white people. Um, <laughs> uh, like f- how they did Bonnie's mom in season two of Big Little Lies, like made her this like psychic mythical creature who like knew something was up with Bonnie because like she touched her and like had a vision or something. Like it was just, I was just like, what? Like this is weird. This is weird. Did y'all have y'all seen season two of Big Little Lies? No. no. Okay. 
Oh, okay. So I'm fine. No, but I can here. imagine. <laughs> I can imagine what it is. I mean, because I yeah. feel like you're right. I mean, minority uh, characters are always displayed as these like, we yeah. know so much and we are so connected and all we have literal magic. And as a as a member of a minority community, we do. Um, but whether we would use it to benefit uh, a white mother and daughter who are having an argument in our restaurant <laughs> is questionable a white to me. Therapist at that. A therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Read a book. Like, right. <laughs> like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. You know. Yeah. And yeah. one of the like one of the worst parts of that to me is like the the mother, Pepe's mother, doesn't even have a name. She's just Pepe's mother, like yeah. in the credits. It's it's, and she's yeah. the one, you know, doing the magic. <laughs> right, and she yeah. and she's and that's not her only scene. We see her again at the end of the film too. Right. I mean, and another really amazing outfit. <laughs> Killing yeah, it. She was dressed. Yeah. They were dressed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they looked cool. They looked cool. Yes. Yeah. They looked awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Aww. there's yeah, that. I didn't even give her a name. I didn't notice. That. <sighs> yeah, I didn't do it either. Yeah. But I, but I, I think we have like as a society moved past using, or I guess not really because we had Big Little Lies season two. But like <laughs> we don't we don't get it as much as we used to. I will say that. So I, I think we as a society are doing better about yes. you know including racist things that don't need to be included. Like yeah. it could have been avoided. Things could have been different. Um, yeah. You could have cool. still proved like push the plot um, in a different way, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say this is miles better than New York Minute and how they painted that. <laughs> um, for sure, for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, no for white sure. people have a Chinese accent, so that's good in this Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yes, okay, so now we're here. It's the next morning. I. In these movies, it's always like the next day that it happens. I don't know why it doesn't happen instantly. I think it happens like that in Seventeen again as well. They like wake up in the bodies rather than because mm -hmm. huh. I feel like if you switched right away, you would know. Oh, we just switched <laughs> rather right. than the waking up like. Because <laughs> um, I mean, at the end, it was like instant. It was instant, and you would know exactly what caused it too. <laughs> it just happened. You just <laughs> read the thing together. Yeah. Right. Oh well, I guess we wouldn't have the movie if they would have. Yeah. Been, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Right, right. okay Whatever. <laughs> Um, Forget they, I said it. They wake up. It takes you know twelve hours. It happens like that in Wish Upon a Star too. They wake up. Yeah, that's how it happens. They wake up in the new bodies. Um, really? Uh, oh my god! Can we start playing Nicki Minaj's new body? Um, <laughs> can we cut that in? Yeah. <laughs> we you fuck the old body. Yep. <laughs> um, would you switch with your parents? Which parent would you switch with if you had to? I don't like this one. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dad, Shannon. Dad. <laughs> I mean, no. I do love that she, like, as soon as she be, like, you're a teenager, right? As soon as you, like, switch into your mom's body, she the first thing she did was, like, when she was in the car, going through her wallet, and she's like, oh, my God, money. Um, so that would be a really exciting thing to go out and personalize a body like she did. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she had fun. With Not her have mom. to deal with the credit card bills. <laughs> the credit card yeah. bills later. What's the credit card bill? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. You know, Lindsay Lohan Anna wasn't that bad a daughter because she was looking through her mom's wallet for the first time <laughs> in that scene. Like she had never looked through her <laughs> wallet before. Yeah. Yeah. Good daughter. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do y'all think that Anna has trauma from being in her mom's body for like a day? Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about the first thing she did, which rightfully we would all do. When she finally like became Anna, when she became uh, the mom, she like, looks in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, I'm old. Like, <laughs> that is, have you ever used the old, the old filter on TikTok? Yes. Yeah. Like it's humbling. It's humbling. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I look like droopy dog. Like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, it's cute. But, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I kind of glossed over it, but yeah. So the mom finds out first that she's in Anna, Anna's body, and the little brother. <laughs> sorry, I don't know how to phrase this. The little brother is like, "Oh my God, mom's dead." Um, they reenact the the opening scene where she's pulling her, but this time, I guess they both have beds with these uh, columns. Um, you know. They try bumping into each other to switch back. That doesn't work. And she's getting married tomorrow. That's, you know, the big conflict. Uh, Ryan's there to give the mom a ride. And she, let's see, the mom, Anna, is rightfully disgusted. Like, she does not want to, like, kiss him or go near him. That would be weird. That would be weird. You're a teen still, and you're, you know, you're still <laughs> the daughter. Um they end up having another fight, the mom and Anna, and they're just, you know, going to try to get through the days each other. Anna has Anna has to see one of the mom's needy clients. Um, is he in Sex and the City? Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Yeah. And um, the mom is going to take Anna's honors test. So Anna is a good kid. You know, she's so smart. Um, do, 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 they, and then they're going to, like, meet up at lunch to go back to this Chinese restaurant and try to switch back. So, yeah, they figure out it was that. Uh, and she sees like her belly button ring. And I like them like both dressing up. I like what they like both put on first. Like it, mm -hmm. it shows what they both wish the other would do. Like uh, she, like the, the mom immediately puts on like slacks and an Oxford and like Oxford yeah. bird and like a bun. <laughs> Anna looks like a bartender. Like it's great. Um, Anna cuts the waist off of her mom's jeans to make them like ultra low rise jeans. Which. Wow. <laughs> it's like, it's seven in the morning. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Jamie Lee Curtis as a teen. Iconic. Like, worthy to be so, so entertaining. I, mean, so I was not expecting to laugh that hard last <laughs> night rewatching this movie, but I was, I was cackling. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah. I feel like it's funnier now that I'm like closer to being to Jamie for myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm closer to Jamie now. Yeah. So it was like way funnier. Yeah. I get her. I get her. Um, <laughs> she has palpable chemistry with, with um Chad Michael Murray. Like it's oh, yeah. the screen. <laughs> oh that that yeah. is a romance I didn't know I needed in my life. Literally, yeah. Uh, Literally. I was kind of rooting for them. I was kind of rooting for yeah. them. Yeah. I was too. I'm like, leave too. Ryan. Leave him at the altar. Run away on the motorcycle of some kid that your daughter was in love with. Like, it's it's great. It's beautiful. Oh, no. I can't get behind that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was cringing the whole time. I thought, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis was great, obviously. They did have chemistry, but the whole yeah. concept of it. Yeah. I was like, ew. 
It's crazy. No. <laughs> when they were having their little date, I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. When yeah, they were yeah. having their date, I was just like, no, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing, the, the thing that I noticed too is that uh, Chad Michael Murray, who, again, I will reiterate, madly in love with him once upon a time, watching it this time, I was, it was cringing at him, just at him, not at the romance or whatever, because obviously Jamie Lee Curtis was doing the thing, right? She was killing it. But like, I don't know, there's something about that like broody, pouty boy energy that Chad Michael Murray has, and especially in this movie that he was like throwing at her. And I was like, I would not be attracted to that. I would say, get away from me, you're weird. <laughs> but he, I felt the same way, but he won me back over when he showed up at the house and started to sing Britney Spears. Oh I God. was like, all right, let's yeah. go. I'm yours. Uh, who doesn't love an off-key uh, <laughs> scream singing moment? <laughs> I <great>. love it. <laughs> it's great. All right, so it's Freaky Friday. We are dropping off Anna at school. Um, dropping off Anna's body at school. Uh, the mom <laughs> finally sees that uh, Harry is kind of a a dick looked at her, the little boy. Um, and they both like do like these apologies as each other. Like uh, Anna's apologizing as the mom for being a control freak. Um, and the mom is apologizing as Anna for being ratty. I forgot what she said, but something like that. Um, so where she's looking at all the cards and the cash. Um, and they finally, finally get to school. Um, they get out of the car again and she sees Jake on the bike and she's the mom is like, no way. Um, and Anna's like, be nice to him. I'm going to break up or I'm going to break up with Ryan. <laughs> like, damn, that's a heavy, <laughs> heavy threat. Um, but immediately the mom like tells Jake off and she's like, no, I don't like you actually. Um, and which is, that's brutal. Like, <laughs> to yeah. like take away your child's crush. I feel like you should know that as a therapist that that would be really traumatic. Um, uh, so she tries to be nice to, to Stacy, and then she like flips her, they try to hug and like she flips her sweater inside out or something. Um, and Anna's friends show up to, to help her and they ask about Jake. Um, and the mom is being like really like narc behavior. Like you shouldn't do this. You know, you, you ladies should have more faith in yourselves, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and that's when... Uh, she, I think this is where she, they tell her that um, she tells them that they're not going to do the, the what, no, that's later, excuse me. Let's see. So we flash back to Anna, who is like getting, giving her mom a full makeover. <laughs> um, Anna piercing, which is kind of against the mom's consent. Like she <laughs> didn't, it's weird that someone's like cutting your hair and like piercing you without yeah. you being able to say no um, yeah i mean she did look better off she of looked it, so. amazing she looks so good <laughs> she could definitely just take the piercing out too at least it yeah. wasn't a tattoo yeah i mean people pierce their babies you're right yeah. <laughs> um, don't pierce my baby <laughs> um yeah, so she's like walking all cool, confident, um, and all her phones start ringing. Uh, she does not know how to answer them. <laughs> you know how kids don't know how to answer their phones. Yeah. Well, she has so many. I guess it was like Blackberry, Pager, all this. Um, and she finally meets the needy client. And back at school, the mom finally sees how the teacher is uh, unfair. Um, I think that 
they were like doing something about Hamlet and he's like feeding the answer to one kid, but like she gives like a thesis and he's like, no, actually you're wrong. <laughs> uh, and then like, eventually she learns that this is someone she went to high school with who like she blew off and like, he's like holding this out on Anna. Um, Which is just insane. Can you imagine? Get that teacher fired. Number I know, one. I know. Um, but basically she's figuring out that Anna was like, Oh, everyone's against me, and she was right. She was not yeah. that up. Um, do, do, do so the mom. So Anna's back at the the at her there at the office, um, giving therapy to uh, another mother, and she ends up standing up for that client's teenage daughter because that mom like was reading her diary. Um, how does that make you feel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was classified. Yeah. She had every right to correct that mom. That mom was on a line. Oh, yeah. yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I think my parents were in my diary, but I was like in elementary school. But oh, <laughs> yeah. My parents, but my, my parents read my instant messenger chat logs. <gasps> I know. It's, it was so painful. Oh, my that God. Is, I think that goes back to the whole like privacy is earned Anna situation. Like, I hate. I'm not a parent, so take everything I say with a grain of salt, but if I was a parent, like privacy is not something that you have to earn. Privacy is something that you should get standard just for being a human being functioning in the world. And so, you know, when people, I never wrote in a diary, but the few times that I did, I know my sister read it. So if you're listening, ah. I know you did. Um, and it's just, it feels like such a violation of like, you as a person and so i never kept diaries after that because i knew people would read them but like that's just let people have their thoughts you don't need to know everything that's going on with them yeah all the time yeah. like my parents I definitely went through my diaries and <gasps> my cell phone at one point and um <laughs> I, uh, i'm still getting over that that was hard man that was hard because i was like that was when i had just started like talking to boys and the like more friendly way and like, you know, starting to come to terms with like my sexuality. And so I was writing a lot about it and yeah, there was a lot of things my parents found out about that I never wanted them to know. And um, yeah, that was, that was hard. That was hard. And I was like, nah, privacy is very important and should be deserved for every person. Um, so yeah. Well, it's like your dignity, right? It's like, respect it's like boundaries you know everyone right. alone time if our thoughts were meant to be heard we wouldn't you know they'd be heard mm -hmm. <laughs> um it sucks it sucks but yeah so we anna goes back to pick up the mom from school and she sees the makeover um the mom wants to drive but she doesn't have a permit permit <laughs> um and <laughs> Now we get this French fry scene, which really stuck out to me as a kid because the mom was talking about how she cannot eat the French fries. And so I was like, as a kid, I was like, what do you mean you can't eat? Like, I didn't know that our time to eat McDonald's was limited. So it's just it was like really scary to think that. But um, I understand what she means, the bloating. Yeah, I got that. I understand. <laughs> um, but but uh, let's see. So she's like eating that. But Anna starts, the mom starts eating it too because she's in a young body. 
I don't know. Any thoughts about full that? Disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure, I had McDonald's for lunch today. Um, yeah. And yeah. YOLO is how I feel about that. Yeah. But you know what, though? Because there is something to it, right? When you eat McDonald's, you kind of feel heavy and bloated and kind of gross, um, especially as you get older and your body's like rejecting it. Um, but it's always worth it when like, the food is good that day. You know, sometimes it's like hit or miss with McDonald's. Sometimes mm-hmm. their fries won't be crispy or like the chicken yeah. nuggets just won't have that flavor. It doesn't always um, today yeah. it was not worth it, but oh, I did it anyway. Yeah. You know? Okay. One day it will be, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. You just, it's like you gotta <laughs> keep waiting until that time comes. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like gambling a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Russian, Russian roulette, if you will. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> 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 I will be shoving French fries down my throat till the day I die. I know. Yeah. Damn. That's and I'll drink it. to that. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna drink to that. Okay. Yeah. I will be a mom who eats yes. French fries. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I guess it would. Maybe if she was more like a like a Beverly housewife type of Beverly Hills housewife type of mom, that would have made more sense than no French fry thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so they get to the Chinese restaurant. Um, the hostess ends up bringing your mom out and this is where they have that like they're arguing in Cantonese and obviously what they're saying isn't the same as what they're telling uh with um Anna and the mom. Um so the the I guess they the the hostess ends up telling them that the answer is in the fortune cookie. So you know I can't help you. I'm sorry the answer is in the fortune. Um Anna ends up at a parent teacher meeting Hilarious. Uh, Harry is oh, <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry's being bullied, and she's like, "Okay, good." Um, <laughs> Help him build his character. Yeah. Um, he's having trouble in math, and she's like, "Okay, hold him back." Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's short, anyways. Um, and so, so then you know, we get the touching moment where the teacher, uh, she's like, "Oh, Harry wrote this beautiful paper about Anna. He had to write about you know who he admires most." Um, and so Anna goes to go talk to him, and and he's like, "Don't tell Anna that I'm that I like her because I we have so much fun fighting." So that's just <laughs> in mind was thinking. Um, and I like when she like kicks his butt, but he can't reach to kick back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that. I thought that was a good way to turn the the whole annoying little yeah. trope into like a touching moment. Because usually it's just like, oh, he's just annoying, and you don't yeah. get anything out of that. You but this is like, oh, he actually loves it. <laughs> he had a redemption arc and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my- I tear up a little bit. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. It is really sweet, and also I identify with that because I love fighting with people. It's like one yeah. of my favorite things to do. <laughs> It is. You guys have heard of the five love languages where there's a sixth one and it's fighting with people. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think yeah. the only person that I fight with is my brother. <laughs> Still, to this yeah. day. Um, yeah. I, I pretty much eliminated all the people in my life who would work me up to the point of wanting to argue or fight. Yeah. Because uh, I'm just not that person. Yeah. Um, but there's just something about like fighting with your sibling that just is different. Um, I don't like, I know it's not going to be the end of the world when we disagree and fight. So yeah. it's like, okay, like I can go at it with him because it's like, oh, we're going to love each other at the end of the day. Like we, we're, we're related, we're brothers. We can't not, you know, be here yeah. together. So, yeah. 
that's that, beautiful. I love yeah, that. Yeah. And like today we like went to like a Father's Day birthday dinner and it was like my whole family and like I don't know how the how it came up. I didn't bring it up, but somebody brought up Crossroads, the movie, the Britney Spears movie. Uh, um, and my brother was like, I remember when you made me watch that. And I was like, Oh, like, he doesn't listen to the podcast because uh, he's an asshole. But I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, well, if you would have listened to my Crossroads episode, you would have heard me tell the story and you would have loved it. So, you know, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun moment. So maybe maybe now he'll go and listen to the episode. But Probably not. It's not too late. It's streaming now. Yeah, streaming <laughs> on all streaming platforms where you find all your favorite podcasts. <laughs> Wherever you found this one that you're listening to now, right. <laughs> you can also find the earlier episodes. <laughs> and, and also stream the ROM complex. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, I was just going to say that I think there is something so um, unique about a sibling relationship uh, to any other relationships that I have. But I think, you, like you said, the only person you do fight with is your brother. The only person I can't fight with is my sister. Um, because it is a just a minefield of I don't know what she's actually sensitive to. I've known her her entire life. And sometimes I say things and I think she's just going to laugh it off and be fine. And she gets really sensitive about it. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. That's not <laughs> that was not my intention. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get out of here. See you later. Um, so yeah, I like to fight with everybody else. So. <laughs> I think that's how my family views me as like the sensitive person. I can't like take anything. Um, which I'm totally fine with because like my family can play rough sometimes. So yeah. I'm totally okay just like sitting sitting it out. <laughs> yeah, sorry to get so off topic, Shannon. I'm gonna <laughs> hand it back over to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so we get back to uh, Aunt, the mom who is uh, about to take this honors, honors exam for Anna. Uh, she tries making up with Stacy. Stacy tells her to sit by her during the honors exam. Um, the test is harder than she imagined and Stacy gets her in trouble, uh, for cheating. So she has to go to detention, uh, where she sees Jake and, um, he ends up helping her finish her test. But when she does that, she also like does something really immature to Stacy's test to like get back at her. Um, and he doesn't like that. Uh, so Anna finally gets home. Uh, Ryan sees her new her her mom's new look. Uh, he tries to kiss her, but she is not into it. Uh, and he's taking her, the grandpa, and the son to a surprise. Um, which I was like, why wouldn't they take Anna? But I guess because she has the test. But still, that seems like a would have been a family thing. Um, so yeah, he takes her to a surprise, and it's that her mom is that that she's going to be on a talk show to promote her new book. Uh, which she hasn't read, which Anna has not read. <laughs> um, Anna goes completely off topic during the uh, interview and ends up like freeballing free it, getting like the crowd riled up and like telling them to get, you know, just to be loose and like let just be free. Um, and she's like crowd surfing, like she's doing a lot. Um, <laughs> she is a big hit, but um, the mom sees it next to Jake. Uh, Jake's into it, but she's pissed about it, um, you know, about her reputation. Uh, um, she wants she wants Jake to take her home, but she's like being like mean and he he's like 
I think you're actually too young for me and too immature. And this is like the seeds of him liking her <laughs> mom, I guess. You know what, though? Snaps to Jake for that because yeah. he, he didn't have to do that, you know? He, he could very easily been like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But he has a bit of a backbone. He thinks correctly. I think a lot of them don't. I actually, like, just real quick, I thought that moment was kind of brilliant writing because that is really catty for you to do for yourself, like, if someone fucks you over and for you to, like, do something as equally awful back. But because it's her mom mm -hmm. and her body, it's almost like, like, like that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. you're not going to fuck with my kid, you little <laughs> asshole. Like, yeah. um, I don't know. I just, I was like, oh, I like that moment a lot. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> also this is a little random but there's a line in this movie that nobody quotes and and they never will but it always sticks in my head for some reason and it's when she's on that talk show because um the the host lady is like oh senescence in retrograde oh, yeah. and she goes senescence like senile old people got it got it and <laughs> i will never not quote that line <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a good moment that was a good moment <laughs> so after the talk show um ryan and the family are waiting for her which rightfully so but anna like blows it off and she goes to a coffee shop um to ride the high i guess and she like she, she runs into jake um the mom ends up at home looking for anna harry's like reenacting his mom on tv um jake and anna are now sitting at the same table, drinking coffee together, I guess he's on a break, uh, vibing really hard uh, to a Britney Spears cover. Um, and she's like, oh, I gotta go. I'm getting married tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like, no. Uh, so he does end up, he insists on giving her a ride, which Ryan sees. And he's rightfully, this is the angriest he was in the whole movie. Um, she gets home um, and the mom uh, wants to talk to Anna and she wants to know if Anna, this is where they like start getting at, um, you know, Anna, why don't you like Ryan? That's what, what she was trying to ask. Like, why don't you want me to get married and be happy? Cause you know, like your dad died two years ago. Are you okay with it? Like, can we talk about it? Um, and she's, Anna's kind of deflecting it, not really getting too into it. Uh, Ryan comes in and, breaks up this little fight and he's, you know, pissed about the, the motorcycle, um, <laughs> the guy on the motorcycle. <laughs> and uh, the mom says that it's her boyfriend as Anna, this is hard to say, but the, the mom, Lindsay Lohan says that it's her boyfriend and that she also approves of him. Um, Jake is outside singing. She could marry him, it could be <laughs> fine. Uh, but, <laughs> um, the mom runs out, she tackles him, she tells him to knock it off, you know, Jake is very sprung. <laughs> <laughs> really wants her. Um, and the mom, as Anna, kisses him, but he's not into it. She also slaps him. It's like a little odd. It's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> she's just, yeah. she's like at the end of her rope trying to figure out what this guy wants. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, to like get him away. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't know how he ends up dating her after that, like that body, like if she like kissed, like kissed you and slapped you and like pushed you away. I don't, I don't know, but <laughs> men like that, I guess. Uh, they get <laughs> to the rehearsal <laughs> dinner. Um, we get to the rehearsal dinner, and that's actually probably a good place to 
stop for Dion Davin's report. So we're going to take a break. We're going to hear a little, a little bit of Dion Davin's report and then our interview. Um, and then we'll be back. I'm going to be a supermodel. Cool. All right. Um, so Dion Davin's report is going to be a little different today uh, because we are going to be uh, or I'm going to be interviewing Guinevere uh, Tyrell, and I'm so excited for that. But before we get into that, I just wanted to run down some of the films that she's previously worked on, um, like we normally do here at Dion Davin's Report. Uh, so Guinevere Tyrell uh, has worked on Swingers with Vince Vaughn, Go with Tay Diggs, Katie Holmes, uh, Drive Me Crazy with Melissa Joan Hart, uh, the Country Bears, which I was actually talking to uh, Annie about a little earlier. Uh, love that movie as a kid. Uh, I, I definitely have to ask Guinevere about the um, about Trixie's like purple robe with like the pink fur. I don't know if you guys remember this like I do, uh, but it is fucking cool. And I definitely want to commission her for one when I get rich and famous one day. Yes. Yeah, like I, I, I need it in my wardrobe. Uh, she's also the costume designer for Dukes of Hazard with, wow. with Jessica Simpson. Simpson. Yes, yes, yes. She picked those Daisy Dukes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Iconic. She did. She did. Uh, she also worked on Accepted with Justin Long and Jonah Hill. The Game Plan with The Rock. You Again with Kristen Bell, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Betty White. Uh, she also did the. Um, Veronica Mars, I think it was, with Kristen Bell. Was that her show? Yeah. Yes. She, uh, she did Great the movie. Show. She did the costume design for the movie. Oh. Um, and she also did Paul Blart Mall Cop, too. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, very excited to interview her. Very excited to talk to her. Uh, very excited to ask her all about the amazing looks in Freaky Friday. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here with us. We're very excited to have you. Um, we're huge fans of you here at Six Sad Film Club. Uh, we actually have a little anecdote that we want to share with you uh, before we get started. Uh, Shannon, actually, do you want to share it? Um, sure, yes. So we are designing a new logo, and Dom wants us all to dress up as our favorite movie characters. And of course, I had to choose Anna with the inside out shirt because that just <laughs> meant so much to me. So thank you so much for your work and inspiring that and working on that. That's so funny. I love it. That that shirt gets a lot of um, Twitter and Instagram, like, uh, like people contact me all the time about it. Yeah, it is iconic, and it's funny because um, my sister is an artist, Kia. She's a costumer, and um, she was just an artist at that before I dragged her into the business. And um, so we had her design when it's right side out the guitar and like the all the different little you know embroidery that it that the design entailed, and um, and it just it was kind of perfect because it read so nicely inside out. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, if, if it was iron on, if it was just something else, it would have been sort of lost by the camera. You wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been so, you know, the worst day ever moment for her, I think. Yeah, I, I love it so much. And it just like, she goes to her friends and she's like, oh, do you guys like it? Is it cool? And they're like, no, no absolutely not. <laughs> I love it so much. That's funny. So, yeah. Us here at Six Ad Film Club think that it is awesome. We love that outfit. And um, 
Isn't it amazing that Lindsay is having a, a resurgence? Yes. She deserves, yes. yeah. And I think it's so cool that like that era that Freaky Friday came out in like that early 2000s era is kind of making its way back to the forefront of pop culture. And Lindsay Lohan really did dominate that, um, that era of time. And I'm curious, like as a costume designer, how does it make you feel to see that like your work in this film is still so relevant nowadays in 2021 and still being like circulated on social media and still being put on people's like mood boards for their like inspiration for their own personal style? I, I, I don't think I could have ever guessed that that would happen, of course, but, um, but you know, I had the John Hughes movies and Molly Ringwald growing up. And, and so, you know, I feel like I have my own um, version of that in my career that, that I'm so proud to have been a part of, you know, the, the different um, Doug Lyman movies and go and swingers and, and this, and, you know, there's just, um, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of other movies that I interviewed for and didn't get when I was a kid. Just, you know, like I consider myself in that era I still a kid. I was like, you know, I started designing movies when I was 24. So, wow. um, yeah, somebody had the foresight to just give me the opportunity and I had never designed a movie before. So it was sink or swim. And, um, and uh, you know, I learned on the job a lot. A lot of the different things that I learned, you know, about being, you know, budget conscious and, and, you know, understanding how to deal with the producers and, and even my actors. I mean, I've always enjoyed my actors. So that was a lot of fun, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, I remember back when, but I mean, before Freaky Friday on some other indie movies back in the day, like just thinking, when am I going to get a real movie? You know, like, like, <laughs> are these real movies? Just sort of asking, and now I look back and I'm like, oh, they were. Uh -huh. I just, I just didn't have the background to really understand, you know, I didn't come up as a costumer to an assistant designer to a designer, you know, I hadn't been an ACD for like a big um, designer prior to starting to, de to design myself. And in a lot of ways, I wish that I had, you know, gone through some of the other um, uh, job titles and, and, you know, lived that a little bit more. Um, and it, you know, I, I don't regret it, of course, but it's like, it is interesting because now in retrospect, I'm like, oh yeah, you know? Yeah, and I know like originally you wanted to be a fashion designer before becoming a costume designer. And I feel like that's so obvious in the work that you did in Freaky Friday, but not just Freaky Friday, because I want to just briefly touch on your 2002 film, The Country Bears. Um, <laughs> because no, I, <laughs> I know I know it's so <laughs> random, but when I was doing my research on you for um, this episode, I rediscovered that movie and it brought back so many memories. And the one specific memory that it brought up was Trixie's really cool coat that she wears, like that rogue kind of looking coat, the purple one right. with the pink fur. Um, I loved that as a kid. That had like a chokehold on me as a child. And um, I just, I kind of want to ask you, like what was your inspiration behind that specific um, well, coat? Very like Janis Joplin and, I mean, it was a very Janis Joplin. Um, and maybe had a little Stevie Nicks because I'll always be a lover of Stevie Nicks. Like that just, to me, is like the default. But, yes. um, you know, so we were trying to just um, distill like what, 
classic rock we could into the bears and like you know every character so funny because that um, every, character, every character does have some background in classic rock um you know a real a real version of them um and of course there's so many cameos in that movie that are crazy but that that um that was velour it was like a stretch velour and then it had that um lamb's hair trim and i had bought it at isw which is our local like go-to for film cinema, like, you know, um, fabric place. And they ran out, it was, it was ombre dyed. So it was white and then it went to that fuchsia color. Yeah. And they ran out like six to eight weeks, maybe maybe more. And I called all over the country trying to find more. And, um, I ended up just buying solid white and dip dyeing it myself (laughs) and hanging it between Mm. the, um, fruit trees in my backyard. And I was like, that's so cool i've had many um crazy experiences on movies where i'm like out in the middle of nowhere and have to dye things to match something or you know and i'm always like i like i'm either gonna this up or it's going to be like amazing or most often than not that was a, that was a good experience for like 100 percent across the board all by myself but um but like i there was this movie the way of the gun and somebody threw a baseball hat at me and they're like, we'd like his pants this color. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in Utah and it's tomorrow, it shoots tomorrow. And, you know, trying to figure that out. And like, sometimes I've dyed things and they've turned like, like shades of purple that would never, you know, like horrible colors or bright banana yellow because blacks, like, yeah, like all these different colors that don't, they're the tertiary, ver- you know, like the opposite version. And right. then I'm Oh my God, it's three in the morning, you know? So I've, <laughs> I've always had, you know, um, pretty good luck fixing it by the time it goes to camera. But, um, <laughs> but there's been moments where I've just been like sweating it out all night, you know, hoping for the best, but that's really funny. I think, you know, what's interesting about that movie. Um, my kid is 17 and, and he loved it when he was little. And, um, but the one scene that I think stands out and stands still stands up is that scene with um, Jennifer, um, the country singer, in the diner, and she it's the get it into gear. I don't know if you remember. This is so dumb, but it's like <laughs> all the booths are moving around and all the country bears are there. Like it's just I play that sometimes. And I'm like that, that was actually a really brilliantly choreographed, great song. Like it's just a weird. It's just such a one off, but but. Um, yeah, I mean, believe me, I went to plenty of interviews where people are like, why did you do the Country Bears? Because like, <laughs> it was like my first Disney movie and I was offered a big Disney movie, you know? Yeah, and it was really, it was cool. It was really cool. I remember seeing it as a kid and just thinking like, wow, I want to be a rock star and I want that freaking <laughs> purple coat. Um, you did an amazing job on that coat. The dye job was Thank you. magnificent. You made it all worth it. You made yes. it totally worth it. It's yes. come back around. <laughs> And if I ever get rich and famous, I definitely will have to commission you for a replica uh, because I think it would look great in my wardrobe. So that might be an email you receive in the future, way down the line. Today's the day. (laughs) Yes, today is the day. I gotcha. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, You can probably have that made for a lot less than a small fortune. I mean, it was. I would would want you to make it, though. I would have to be you, though. You would have to be the one to do it for me. 
Right, because otherwise it wouldn't be like legit. It would be right, yeah. right. Yeah. There wouldn't be that connection there. Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> well, thank you again, because that is like probably the first time that's ever come up. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. So I, I have to take it. I was proud of my work in that movie. Yes, so. and you should be. You should be. And there was McDonald's toys. You had McDonald's toys. Your work was a McDonald's toy. Right, legendary. Which there's a couple things to say about that. Uh, first of all, the producers gave me the full set of the originals from the '60s, the dolls that were like you know, like a foot tall, whatever. And That's then they so bought cool. all the yeah, they bought all the uh, McDonald's toys for me as well. So That's I have awesome. I have the craziest box of um, film memorabilia. Um, but the other thing is, right now in the costume design guild, everybody is talking about um, you know equity for things like when when people's designs are then used for commercial um, purposes and how the designer should be not only recognized but compensated for that. That's a big issue in the CDG right now. So got to bring that up. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes. Like, every, I think just about every designer I know has had some incident, um, you know, along the way um, that they're just, you know, once they've, you, you sell your intellectual property, essentially, when you sign your contract, you've sold your right. intellectual property. And right. that's, an issue yeah no yeah so hopefully that'll change because it's it's definitely come to the forefront yes yes hopefully that will change i will lead the campaign if i need to um <laughs> for <Yeah>. that <laughs> but it. um yes let's let's talk a little bit more about pink slip because we ah. love that band we love that band we wish it was a real band we um, want an album we want a we, tour yes we want more <laughs> we want more looks i had a pink slip hoodie up until recently Ooh, the, oh. the logo on the back and I, I i think i may have given it to one of my nieces and i could check because i i can't believe i gave it away or it's in that crazy box i mentioned but um uh pink slip was actually so mark waters assistant um who's, oh, her I, uh her name will come to me in a minute um we had we had like a contest to see who would name the band Ooh. and she won the contest and i think pink slip is so genius for especially for you know lindsay's character and it is and um yeah it's just it's perfect so um and it's it was such a great logo wasn't it it's one of the best yes. logos of any it looked it looked like a, a good like almost like black flag or you know some sort of punk mm -hmm. band from the 80s 90s it was good yes and it looks so cool. It looks cool on the t-shirt. It looks cool on Jamie Lee Curtis's guitar. It looks right. cool on the drum set. It looks, it just, it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. I love it. Really yes. had like really good fortune to it. You know, originally it was going to be Annette Benning as um, the mother and um, Tom Selleck as the father. And I literally wow. met and both of them. And then Annette Benning dropped out. And then because of that, Tom Selleck dropped out. And so then JLC and, uh, um, oh my God, Mark, Mark uh, Harmon um, became the parents. And I think it, you know, I can't imagine that movie without Jamie Lee Curtis. Can't she, either. I, like there's nobody else that is a force of nature like that, who slays like a queen every time, who's like, he's just, she's just like on her game mm -hmm. every second of every day. And she's Hilarious. just generous, like, amazing human she's she's one of my absolute all-time favorites to work with and i've worked with her a few times so i love that i actually just listened to your go for parents podcast episode oh, you did? i did i did so i heard the story about her um signing all of her children's books and giving that to uh your son and i was just like when i heard that i was like tearing up a little bit i was like she's such a kind soul oh, um i really lovely to me and it's so my 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 son's father 
um, is a filmmaker and his father was um, Blake Edwards. And so Blake and Jamie's father were good friends, you know, throughout their, their life. And, um, and so Jamie actually knew my ex-husband when they were little kids. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, so there is kind of like a, kind of an extended family kind of thing that I yeah. think she, you know, felt comfortable with me at the outset. And, but she, I think she's just, I mean, she's just who she is. She's just amazing. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've seen a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis's movies and I, I have to say, I've never seen her look better than she did in this movie. And that's, uh, that's all because of the clothes that you styled her in. Like everything from like the Stevie Nicks witchy kind of dress to that really beautiful dress at the end that she's wearing with that like kind of lower neck and the bow in the back. That's, it, um, the, the first dress you're, you're describing is actually a Diane von Furstenberg dress. It's chiffon. And we ooh. bought like eight or nine of them so that we could take them apart to make all the patterns meet up so that she could have multiples for the the motorcycle riding and all sorts of things you know for a stunt double and um so that was its own like i mean basically we bought dresses to use as fabric that's so cool that's um, so cool i've done yeah i've done like hawaiian shirts like that on different movies and stuff too but um that was an intense project <laughs> for our seamstress on that show and then the dress she wears later is oscar de la rente um de la rente. Nice. Oh, okay. I said, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was a gorgeous. It's a crepe with the um, chiffon bow in the back. And I mean, it just had that like gravitas that I feel like was so perfect for how she played that character. And yes, yeah, it, you know, that again, like, I, like I said, this movie had wonderful, fortuitous things happen that, because at one point I tried to remake that dress in another color and another fabric, and it just, it wasn't, it didn't have the same um, weight to it, and it didn't turn out very well, and I was so, I was so mortified, I was like, <laughs> but, you know, you, you win some, you lose some when you do some R&D for, um, for building costumes, so. Yeah, well, it was executed well. The shape was amazing. The flow of it was so good. I absolutely loved it. And I'm really curious. Um, I know after we see that montage of her shopping and then we're in the car with Dr. Coleman and Anna and we have that line where she references uh, Stevie Nicks and uh, Anna's like, or Dr. Coleman's like, or Anna's like, oh, is that a is that a band? Like, who is that? Um, so I'm, I'm curious. Did you did the concept for the dress come after reading the scripts and seeing that part in the line, or did um, it was that included afterwards after you created the dress? The the line was changed after we created the dress. Nice. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. That is really yeah. cool. Well, a lot of times things are scripted and you're like, okay, this is scripted. I need to address this. And so that's part of like your notes going into the project. And you're like, okay, I need to find something that's similar to what they've described or, you know, so I can present this and this. And then, you know, depending on who's cast and, and what the design is and, you know, so then, so then the writers can back into it which happens a lot, mostly, happens a lot on network TV, more than even, I, I mean, it does, Ooh. yeah. I'll, like every episode of shows I've done always have some sort of wardrobe gag. And I'm like, really, does it have to be a wardrobe gag? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it just makes your, your, you know, your, like the episode that much harder to right. find like something in multiples. And you're like, oh my God. Right. But, you know, it's part of, it's just part of the challenge that's, yeah. and it's fun. 
Cool, cool. Listen to Go for Parents. Those are my those are my girlfriends. Yes, I I kind of I got that from it. Um, but yeah, it was a really great episode because I wanted to like just you know know as much about you, know as much as about like what went on behind like styling pink slips, styling Jamie Lee Curtis for this film because it like I remember when it came out and I I told the story yesterday. Uh, me and my like childhood friend slash neighbor, we kind of made a music video in my backyard, <laughs> and we wanted to be in a band like Pink Slips so bad and not only because the music was actually really really good but because of how cool they looked um and freaky friday came at a time in my my childhood when i was starting to really like come into my own and experiment with my own style and um kind of just like try and figure out who i was and i feel like such a big part of that was seeing freaky friday and seeing pink slip and um, specifically like Maddie, a person of color, a girl of color, being the lead singer of a rock band, like that was a really big deal for me. Um, so oh. I, yeah, I, so I, I just wanna ask you, like what was the inspiration behind styling Pink Slip and um, like what, what went on behind that? Well, I mean, at the time, you know, I think Maddie's character is way more Gwen Stefani than anybody, you know, which I'm always, I'm always like WWGW, what would Gwen wear? Because yes. <laughs> like, you know, easily one of my favorites and certainly at the time, um, loved her. And then of course, um, the character who's more sort of like Emily, the, Emily the Strange, like, you know, just in her little punk outfits with her plaid pants and her white, her wide belt and just, you know, and her creepers. I noticed that when I rewatched yeah. it, she was wearing creepers. And I was like, oh my God, I have those shoes. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. so cool. We were, saying, we were saying she looked like she could be like European, like a Berlin DJ or something like that. That's what Peg oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah, that's a good point. She probably, like, I hadn't thought of that. But <laughs> yeah, now that it past tense, that definitely. But I feel like um, a lot of my personal style is like rock and, is more rock and roll. You know, and um, so I feel like, and, and also I'm from Seattle and I grew up, you know, like I kind of came, I came of age with a lot of um, the grunge the artists grunge. that became, yeah. And so um, I feel like that's a real, like, like that's a layup, like that's easy, you know? Um, and, and the kid, like, and it's just, I wanted it to just feel real. I, we went to um, Palisades High and um, where we shot a lot of it and just started like kind of people watching and and then just gave it some cinematic top spin, you know? Yeah, because I've seen it, I've seen their style be referred to as like mall punk. Is that something you would label them as? Mall punk, that is mm -hmm. funny. Yeah, I get that. I get okay. that. Because yeah. I guess it came at a time where like, Avril Lavigne was really popular and Fifi right. Dobson was really popular and you had like, you know, Ashley Simpson coming up around this time too. So you right. have like this big pop punk moment, um, which I feel like is kind of coming back with like Willow Smith and um, a lot of these, you know, newer girls in pop music kind of uh, being yeah. like these like little rock stars. I think it's so cool. And um, definitely yeah. Avril Lavigne was, was an influence on, on the Anna character too. I love that. So Anna's kind of like an Avril Lavigne, Maddie's kind of like a Gwen Stefani, and Peg kind of reminds me of like a... Um, um, a badass librarian. Yeah, just like Amazing. a badass. <laughs> like, yeah, like a badass punk. And you know what? We, we've talked about this um, on Six Eye Film Club before, where it's so easy 
to style um, or design clothes for characters who are supposed to be like these punks. And it just looks like JCPenney punks. Um, mm -hmm. But because I'm sure you're a badass rock chick uh, yourself, that it just kind of came easy for you to put these girls in these outfits and for them to really convey like these characters that they were portraying because it never once in this film do I ever look at these girls and think like, oh, they're faking it or oh, they're yeah. just actresses portraying these like rock chicks. Like they actually really embodied these girls. And I think the thing that really sold it for me were, was the clothes, you know, and how well they wear the clothes. Thanks. I think that, you know, I'm glad that they don't look contrived because I think that, you know, given that genre, it would be really easy for them to look like the JCPenney, you know, version. <laughs> um, and they're like the obvious little accoutrements, like the, you know, the bracelets and the, the like the belt and the this and that, like, you know, so I'm glad. And also I feel like there is sort of a hierarchy in their looks. None of them look the same. Right. You know? Right. Which their individuality shows. And I, you know, I'm pleased that that translated. Yeah. yeah and I think you did. a. I mean, I'm just going to praise you this whole entire time, but I think you did a really great <laughs> job because it's so obvious that they're like a friend group and it's so obvious that they're a band, but they're, it's so obvious that they're distinctively their own person. Um, like Maddie's Rastafarian, like color palette that you just yeah. said was inspired by Gwen Stefani. That makes so much sense now. Right, um, that I, kind of ska, kind of like mm -hmm. regular green tones that like, but it was more like crimson mustard. Yeah. Right. Of, yeah. Yes, and the, the Chica shirt. I have to ask about the Chica yes. shirt. Yes, what was the story behind that? Um, you know, I think we made that. I, love it. I don't remember. I don't remember the genesis of it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh no, that's okay. It was so cute, and I was like, "Oh, it's so fun." It you was know, so I, cute. I get very like when I I love dressing sort of that like teenage high school girls. I I know it's it's like it's very niche, <laughs> but um, but because it's you know. I mean, I hated high school, but I but I love the idea of you know making people like they're this group and they're that clique and they're mm -hmm. this. Group. So I do get really into it. Like even the cheerleaders, we were so obsessed with the cheerleading uniforms. We we're like, oh my god, wouldn't it be so cute if they had the little paws on the trunks and <laughs> we're, and then the, these girls show up and they were and they were real cheerleaders and they were so bitchy to the costume department. They were like and. I remember we we made fun of them. Be, I mean, don't, didn't make fun of them, but like we, we were like we were so disappointed because they weren't nice, and they did this thing where they had this is so random, but they had this like chapstick, and they're like, "Can I get some lip gloss?" And they would like do that with their finger, like that was the international symbol for lip gloss. And we're like, "Oh my god, they're so bitchy!" <laughs> we, we like stopped liking them immediately. Oh we're my like, god! Walk away. Well, hopefully you didn't have to work with them too much. No, we're like, <laughs> get your outfit on, have fun. Good. good. Only like maybe that one um, character is a cheerleader and she wears, um, you know, a regular high school. I can't remember. No, maybe there's an entire scene where she wears regular high school cute girl. Like, oh, she does. She wears like a Lacoste um, bucket hat because, <laughs> of course, it's a bucket right. hat. And then she wears, <laughs> right. And she wore like a... Um, oh, the mean girl. girl. The mean girl. The mean, yeah. Okay, Stacy. I think her name is Stacy. Right, and she wears like a little sweater vest, little argyle sweater vest with her bucket hat. Like she's very like put together. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, she was giving very Regina George before Regina George, you know, was a thing. <laughs> it was like right. Mean Girls before Mean Girls, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I have to ask as well, those last outlooks that we see pink slip in, the really, really beautiful lilac, um, is it a dress or is it a top and a bottom that we see Lindsay Lohan wearing? One piece. Um Oh, okay. Um, at the time, um, this uh, I loved this clothing line, Mandalay, and they had you know a boutique in Beverly Hills, and I liked. I knew the owner, and um, and that's Mandalay. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. It's such a pretty scene out there in Malibu. Yeah, and the lilac was like such a perfect color for Lindsay Lohan. Like it went so well with her skin tone, it went so well with her hair. Um, it, she was like complimented so well by the other two girls, Maddie and Peg. Um, were their looks from the same place? Oh, I'm gonna have to... No, it's okay. <laughs> I have to, I, I don't believe so. Um, I think I think only Anna's was, to okay. be Because I wanted it to, you know, she's the, in the forefront and it's like, yeah stand yeah. out and like re-watching this film like all of these looks that you created are still so relevant today um i was telling shannon and annie i could see lana del rey performing on stage with what dr coleman was wearing when she switches with anna um <laughs> the stevie nicks dress that's something yeah. i could see lana del rey performing in um I the look um, i love lana del rey and like that is such a like quintessential lana del rey outfit um, and then I the last look. One of uh, Disney's archives. <laughs> oh, it's in Disney's archives? We're gonna have to get amazing, it for you. Amazing. <laughs> we're gonna get it and send it to Lana. Those boots were great too. The boots she has on. Yes. Those were great. I'm just trying to think of who they were too. It might have been Alaya. Oh, of course. This is an yeah. Alaya. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Funny. I I only thought think that because I remember. Um, I did one of the seasons of Mistresses and dressed uh, Jennifer Esposito, and she was supposed to be a fashion designer in her Mistresses, you know. Mm -hmm. But she wore, I, I had her dress kind of like Bianca Jagger meets Adidas. So like sometimes she'd have on like harem pants and slide, like Adidas slides, but with like, you know, um, this jacket that was like clearly something you could only buy in, you know, like um um uh at like Amarcord in New York like um although we yeah New York um New York vintage is is a place that I shop a lot too when I'm doing shows because they have the most amazing collection if you ever go look at their stuff so anyway it's it's you know it's kind of of that ilk and then Elia boots and and just you know this real like mashup of styles, but with her, with, with, with Jennifer in particular, it, you know, just, I know this is a pivot, but it just absolutely works because she's just petite and just so pretty. She can, you know, pull off that kind of like sporty meets, um, haute couture. So. I love it. Can we expect a, a Genevieve Tyrell, um, line in the future, like a fashion line? If I went back to my roots. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, I I don't know. I think I think it would be really fun. I, I do play around with the idea of having like a little capsule and just, you know, tagging like my my favorite things. Not necessarily designing them, but curating because um mm -hmm. 
a lot of, you know, not quite based on what I'm wearing today, but um, I'm often stopped on the streets. And my boyfriend says it happens every day, but I'm like, does it really happen every day? Because if it did, I'm sure I would know. Um, you know, just like, what shoes are you wearing? What are you wearing is what I hear a lot. And so we're, you know, I'm always thinking, well, what if I just, you know, had my little Instagram that was, you know, monetizing that like yeah you want to you want to dress like me here's what's here's what's up this is what i'm wearing well you yeah. have my vote i think you i i would support it yeah, i would love sure. it yeah. <laughs> and i also think um with like us being in this like reboot era if we were to ever bring back pink slip or if they were ever to tour i would also lead the campaign for you to be their costume designer or you to be their stylist. Um, we need to see Pink Slip in Looks by You. Like, I, that's what the world needs right now, I think. That, that, just the, the callback, the bring it back to that happy era. Of, mm -hmm. I like that idea, that'd be so fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so if we ever get a Pink Slip reboot, we have to get you to style these ladies, to yeah. dress these ladies. I originally was a music video stylist when I started. Yes, so. I actually have some of that in my notes. I have you? the Counting Crows music video. Um, yeah, all of them wanna, years. And some of their like um, like album looks too, right? Yeah. Love that. And, uh, the one my kid is most proud of is that I did the Far Side Lab Cab in California. Nice. <laughs> He's like, you did all their videos for Far Side. You like all of a sudden I went from being like the really uncool mom where he's like, didn't like my movies, didn't let you know. Oh, no. <laughs> I was wrong. Who else, mom? Who else? And then he'll find <laughs> hear somebody else like from his dad or somebody will say, Oh, you know, this band or that band, and he'll 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 be like, How come you don't tell me these things? You know, <laughs> how can, how can we do, it's like, it's, he's basically asking me, like, how come you don't tell me that you used to be really cool? <laughs> I didn't have to tell you. You're still really cool. You're still really yes. cool. <laughs> You're welcome. You're You're welcome. You don't, like, you go from being like, my parents are not cool and they don't know shit to be like, all right, they, maybe they had it going on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my parents were cool one day. Maybe they're still cool today. <laughs> um, are, like, do you have any other, like, music video like um things that you want to talk about or any other um like movies that you want to talk about i didn't know you were gonna ask me this question i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i just like all um, your stories yeah, I'm like cut off guard um i mean you know just a ton of hip-hop music videos um metal bands um mostly just you know like all all kinds of random acts like 702 or Pantera or Sepultura or Primus or you know what I mean like really random. That's so cool. What's um, uh, what 702? Oh my god, I can describe the whole music video to you. Okay. More, but um, it's not it's not. I want to say that they had that that main that one single that everybody thinks. I, I don't think it's that single that was the big hit. Steel? It's another one. Yeah, it wasn't Stilo. That's okay. where my girls at. Um, again, you know what? I'll. That's okay. That's okay. I'm totally putting you on the spot. That's you sound yeah. 702. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> they they taught me that you can't wear the same kicks with, like you you can't repeat it, your shoe with any with a different shoe on it. And I was like, we have no money for that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like. Like they were just like I presented the idea that it was like a monstrous idea. I'm like, but why didn't you just wear that kick with that? And they're like, 
Oh no. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. And I'm actually, they have uh, two of the 702 girls are actually on this new show on uh, BET called Encore, where they've gotten like seven or maybe it's nine uh, R&B girls and put them together uh, to kind of create like a super group. So it's like Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane, uh, Keely Williams from 3LW and the Cheetah Girls. Um, I don't remember the two members' names from 702, uh, but they're like Nivea's in it too. Like there's a bunch of like uh, really cool like R&B women in this group. Uh, but I'll have to set up. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's really That's funny. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. Thank this has you. been the highlight of our life, seriously. <laughs> I love it. Truly. I love it. If you guys ever want to talk again about something, um, you know, holler at me. It's been really fun. Thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to plug or um, anything that you're working on that you would like people to check out? Um, I'd love to say I have something really amazing coming out, but we like because of the pandemic, that's that it didn't get finished. And now I'm up for a bunch of things that haven't yet been made. So I'm kind of in the middle of something. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, that's um, exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It is really fun. I have a movie that I'll be doing in the fall and um, a TV show maybe before that right now. So yeah, well, we will be keeping up with you. We will be keeping okay. up with what you do. And um, do you want to share your social medias with with our audience? Sure. My Instagram is gtastic, and my um, my Twitter feed is Genevieve Tyr. So yeah, that'd be great. Thank you thank so you much, much, Genevieve. Thank you. thank you so much. This was so cool. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Talk to you thank soon. You. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So this is how Freaky Friday ends. So we make it to the rehearsal dinner. Um, I wrote down Christina Vidal looks amazing. Um, so we see that the friends have snuck in there because they are planning on kidnapping her. And Jake also gets to the rehearsal as well because he's planning on stealing Jamie Lee Curtis away. Um, Too much from Jake. Even though they just met today, right? They just met at, uh, at yeah. coffee. <laughs> Gotta love the commitment, though. You know? that. Yeah. Yeah, talk about love at first sight. It's like, she's bougie. Like, she's going to need more, more yeah. than he can give her. <laughs> um, Right? She looks yeah, expensive. Yeah, he, he can't she afford her working at a yeah. coffee shop. No yeah. offense to any of my baristas <laughs> out there. Love but she's all my a baristas. very successful therapist. Like, she yeah, could be yeah. his sugar mama. It's fine. Yes, True. she could do that. True. She could do that. Yes. I mean, um, she did kiss him in front of her house, so. She did, but that was the... That was, As Anna, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so the, the audition is right down the block. Um, Anna tackles Jake before Ryan can see him, and she tells him that he's going to ruin the wedding uh, and that he needs to go after Anna. Her to her daughter. Sorry, Jamie Lee Curtis tackles Jake. That would be easier today. Um, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan finds um Anna's friends Christina Vidal and uh what's what are, what are their names actually Maggie and Peg uh, Peg Maggie Peg. and Peg okay cute is it Maggie or Maddie Maddie okay Maddie. yeah yeah Maddie and Peg there um 
Ryan found them and uh, the mom tells, or Jamie Lee Curtis is like, you know, I know you don't care about what they do and that they're just stupid girls who do this and that you don't, you don't care at all about them. Um, but they really want to go or something like that. And uh, he's like, go, just go, take them, have fun. Uh, and he's rightfully pissed. He, he has words with Jamie Lee Curtis, because he's like, you know, don't put me in the box of evil stepfather when I was never trying to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually that was like such Anna. A good, yeah. Good sp- I was like, yes, father of the year. Yeah. You win. Yeah. 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 And I like how he's like, you know, I was, I never like pushed her to, to like me, which is good. He gave her space. He's like, I want her to like me on her own terms, which is, you know, the best you can do for marrying uh, someone with a teenager. He's a better yeah. parent than. <laughs> She is. Honestly, <laughs> yes, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah, and he's very patient. Um, mm-hmm. So he's like, also, you should be there. I want you there. You should be there, um, cheering on your daughter. I can, I can hold this for twenty minutes. Um, Jake is in the crowd over there. Jake is just—he's everywhere. <laughs> he needs love. <laughs> it's gonna be one of these two. Like it has to be one of them. Uh, he's in the crowd. Um, you know, they're finally on stage. They, I think, I think, I think they fixed the mom's look a little bit, uh, for her to play as Anna. Uh, Anna is backstage. She's going to play. She unplugs her mom's, um, she unplugs the guitar so that she can play it. And, um, just, she wants her to just pantomime. Uh, Anna kills it. She's a really good guitarist. Um, she has like this incredible solo. Jake loves it. He's Switched gears now. Um, <laughs> once again. So, y'all think Jamie Lee Curtis knew how to play the guitar before this film? I know I... Lindsay Lohan learned to play guitar for this movie. I do. I remember. love it. Yeah. I read trivia that said that Jamie Lee Curtis learned for this. Also, she nice. she, learned, she took lessons to try to make her strumming really authentic, but it's still like dubbed over and stuff. Okay. 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 I that's feel like so that's the cool, least though. you can do, yeah, right? If you have to play a guitar in a movie, you don't necessarily have to learn it, but you have to make it at least look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Right, and Jamie Lee did. She looked like yeah. she knew what she was doing. Um, and, and it was hot. <laughs> she, yeah, she looked fucking cool. <laughs> she looked fucking cool. They all look great. That's the best. I mean, I love Ultimate, but that is a really good song, too. Um, yeah. Well, good. Christina Vidal can sing. Uh, yeah. We knew in China, China. killing yeah. it. Yeah, Brink. That's like Brink. Oh, <gasps> I forgot um, about that. <laughs> Nostalgia unlocked. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, she's uh, great. I, there is something about that, like round and round. Here we go again. That just really like you're just like yes, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I because I was sitting down when I watched this movie. I'd be lying if I said I didn't get up and start like. <laughs> You know, rocking out in my room, like, yeah, take me away too, shit. Yeah, yeah I was, uh, I was in it. I was in it. I was really in it. <laughs> mm. Um, they get back to the rehearsal dinner, and you know, they finally see each other's perspective, and they get each other. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Anna, gives a really heartfelt speech about wanting her mom to be happy, and you know, finally accepting Ryan into their family. Um, there's an earthquake that only they that only they feel right. Yeah, right. everyone feels it. Oh, everyone feels it yeah. because they were awake. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there the same room? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> That's so this baby. Do they switch away? They switch back right away, right? Too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like you see kind of like a good like the way the camera pans is really funny because it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like their it like souls Sailor Moon just moment. left. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting knowing like the laws of these types of movies, like the specific type of movie where they switch bodies. Mm -hmm. I think in 17 again, they jump in water. That's how they switch back. Yes. And it's instant. Yeah. Yeah. Seven with T and Samara, not Zach Efron. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, oh, 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 yes. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. That's that what I was like, both times. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I was about to say, I was like, I don't remember Zach Efron being all wet in a movie. Oh, no. Yeah. I would have remembered that. <laughs> we, I should that. Do, Original. We, should, we should do 17 again, you guys. Yeah. We did it. Oh, y'all did it? Yeah, we did it already. Girls Interrupted. We should do Wish Upon a Star, though. We should do Wish Upon a Star. We haven't done yes. that one. Yes. Yeah. And then go, go check out the Girls Interrupted episode of... Um, yeah, I talked uh, about the hot grandpa for like 20 minutes. Oh, and hot <laughs> grandpa is still hot, you guys. Yes. Him recently. He's still oh, hot. hot grandpa. <laughs> hot grandpa, if you're listening, I'm He's free on Thursday. Younger grandpa, the younger oh. version of the grandpa. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, hot old guy, send him my way. Ryan, he's a good dad. He's an older man with a full head of hair. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. They get married. They get married. Next scene, they get married. That's a good um, That's Anna's a dress is beautiful. All the dresses are beautiful, but hers mm -hmm. is, she looks like a mermaid. It looks so cool. Uh, yeah. Jake. Lilac is her color. Yeah. She looks great. She looks, with the red, with the red hair. Mm -hmm. it looks so nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, also, shout out to her highlights. I love those. Yes, the chunky uh, highlights. So yeah, cute. yeah. Um, I think some... Doja Cat recently did a look. She performed like live or something, or maybe she did like it was like a music video. But I think she had like the red hair with the big chunky um, blonde highlights, and it definitely gave me Lindsay Lohan and Freaky oh Friday. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, wrapping up on Chad Michael Murray, somehow he was invited to this wedding, even though he. <laughs> Spent the previous day trying to break up. Um, he 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 tells Anna he likes her. He's decided now. Uh, Just like, how confused do you have to be to be Chad Michael Murray in this movie? You <laughs> like, you think you like a girl, and then she starts acting real weird, and yeah. then you meet her mom, and her mom is <laughs> dope as shit, and you're like, what? The fuck? Like your brain is just doing so many things, and you're like, wait, I'm in love with this woman, this old woman, older. Come on. Um, and then this woman telling you, no, 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 it's my daughter you like. I promise. I promise it's my daughter. And then you're like, uh, okay, I guess. I'm so sure he was like at the wedding, like looking at Anna, like, damn, I can't wait for you to be like 45. You're gonna, you're gonna be so hot once, once you get older, like your mom. Oh my God, like yeah. Dinner, mom. dinner, he can't come to dinner. That'd be so awkward. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> making googly eyes at the mom the whole time. Oh my God, no. Like oh biting his God. lip. Oh, <laughs> oh no. What if they turn into one of those, like, like the TikTok people who are like, how do I keep my man happy? Oh, oh my God. No. no. <laughs> I, no. Oh, I let him play with my mom. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Oh my God. Too soon. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was Freaky Friday. That was Freaky Friday. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, we ended on a real freaky note. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thanks, Shelby. Thank you. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, we're gonna play a game called Seven Degrees of Heaven. Um, have you guys heard this game before? First time hearing about it? No. Okay, first time hearing Ooh, about it. Okay. Virgins. So how this game goes is, I think it's Annie's turn, right? Yes. Okay, Annie's going to name a cast member from this movie. And uh, I guess we'll do it with you, me and Dom. You'll, we're going to have to uh, tie them to a random celebrity that she's also going to name in seven degrees or less by things that they've worked on. Did that make sense? Yes. Oh, seven okay. Okay. Cast yeah. member to random celebrity, seven degrees or less. So, Annie, give us our puzzle for the week. So, the cast member is, of course, Lindsay Lohan, Lilo, for Julie Lo. Um, and the random celebrity is Anne Hathaway. Go. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can do it. Also, do you want to, if you want to hint, let me know. I'm thinking I'm thinking a Disney way, like Princess Diaries, somewhere yeah. there. I was thinking that. Oh, I've totally got it. No, wait. Wait, do I wait? Hold I have on. another guess. But it's just Chris Pine. Oh, Lizzie Lohan worked with the Chris. Oh my god, because in Just My Luck. Just My Luck. They worked wow. in Just My Luck and he was in uh Princess Diaries 2 with Anne Hathaway. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, okay, so Sam Nice. Okay. <laughs> that is not Let's the see. I want I just thought of another way. Tell me. Okay, the 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 love interest in Princess Diaries that she's supposed to like, but she doesn't end up liking him, is the guy from Brink. Oh my god, you're oh, no way. Yeah. Oh my Brink. gosh, that's crazy. Wow. Okay, so to Christina, to Christina to Lindsay. Yeah. My way does end up with Princess Diaries as well. Oh, okay. Do you want to try Shelby? You ready? Yeah, I wanna go. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Is we're going in, okay, so we've got Lindsay Lohan, right? She yes. was in Redhead. Mean Girls with <gasps> Amanda Seyfried. <gasps> she was in you found Les it. Miserables with Anne Ooh, That's the, that's wow. what I was, I was trying to think of a Mean Girls connection, you did it. I was yeah. trying to think of a Les Miserables connection because I couldn't ah. think of anything else Anne had. Good job, good job. <laughs> yes. Y'all did that. I'm that was like That was the elite answer, you know, that was. <laughs> Break. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. It was Yay. great having you. Thank you um, for having us. This was so fun. Do you do have you have anything to plug? Tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, check us out on um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Rom Complex. Yeah, and you can stream our episodes on wherever you're streaming this, probably. Uh, yeah. it's we're there. on all the major streamers. Um, and this month is going to be great because we're collabing with a bunch of really fun podcasts like you guys. Yay. Yay. I'm very excited to talk about Nick and Nora. I could write a thesis. I'm very excited. Yes, <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If your listeners liked the five of us all together, they can get another dose over on our feed. Yes, guys, go support right now. Stop what you're doing. Go support right now. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, Shelby and Sam. It has been a pleasure. 
Thank you. Um, okay. Well, guys, that was this week's episode. Check out our Instagram and Twitter at Six Side Film Club and our website at SixSideFilmClub.com to find out what movie we were doing next. We'll see you next time for another episode of Six Sad Film Club. <laughs>